Greetings, and welcome to episode three of the Classical Guitar Composers podcast, the show dedicated solely to your music for the classical guitar. I am your host, Chris Hales, and if you're listening for the first time, the Classical Guitar Composers podcast is just what it sounds like. It is a show where we hear original classical guitar compositions from around the globe. I have some fantastic music to play for you today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So before we get to the music today, um, I just want to say very happily that the audience for this show has been steadily growing, and I'm really excited about that. People are really enjoying this show, and I just want to say thank you all for listening. And remember that after the show, you can go to www.classicalguitarcomposers.com, and I'll post some links on there um, to the websites of the composers that we're hearing today. So again, that's www.classicalguitarcomposers.com. And on some web browsers, you actually have to type out the www for some reason. Um, Probably because the website's really just a uh, free blog and uh, dressed up like a website. But anyway, that's where you can go to find the links to the composers that we're hearing today. There's also uh, the Facebook page. Um, As I mentioned last week, you can follow the Classical Guitar Composers podcast on Facebook, and it will not affect your life much at all, but it will let you know when the next episodes are coming out. And as always, if you are a composer and you have written classical guitar music that you would like to have featured on the show, please send me an mp3 to chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com and go ahead and send it along with any information uh, that you would like the audience to know about your work. And I'll play it on the show, and it will be heard by classical guitar lovers from around the globe. And I don't critique the pieces. The, the, only, the only requirement for it to be played on the show is it has to be a decent-sounding recording, and it has to, of course, feature the classical guitar. So, maybe you are a court composer for some royal household. Do they still have court composers? Are there any kings, perhaps, listening that would like one? Because I always thought that would be a sweet gig. Aside from, you know, getting paid in, like, firewood and, and such back in the day, I think it would have been a sweet gig. Just hanging around at court, flirting with the ladies. Go up to your duke every now and then. Here's the motet you requested, sire. I'll have three more for you in the morning. If you don't mind, I'm going to go work on my etudes for guitar now. At least that's how I imagine it being. Look, this isn't a history show. If you're an up-and-coming duke and you need a court composer, please email chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com. And one more thing before we move on. Um, I've made a list, (laughs) and I'm going to read it to you. Because who doesn't love lists? I mean, people love lists. And I made it because um, some of my friends have been listening to the podcast, and some family, and... They're not necessarily um, familiar with classical guitar and really started listening because um, just because 
they're being nice to me. But now, they are sincerely enjoying the show. Or they're liars. But, uh, no, they are. I mean, who wouldn't um, enjoy classical guitar music? I think people are often intimidated by classical music because it's such a snobby world. And um, it maybe doesn't feel like it's the most approachable thing. So what I've done is I've made a list of 10 classical guitar pieces to check out if you just want to become familiar with classical guitar music. And these are 10 pieces that I will never play on this show because this show is about original compositions, but nonetheless, doesn't mean we all can't enjoy a good list, right? So I've made a list of 10. I am not saying these are the best 10 classical guitar pieces by any means. Um, they're all good. But these are 10 pieces to listen to if you are brand new to classical guitar. All right. Number 10, The Grand Solo by Fernando Sor. Very fun piece to listen to, very fun piece to play. It's got one foot in the classical period, one foot in the romantic period, and uh, you can find plenty of recordings of it on YouTube. All of these can be found on YouTube. Number 9, Sunburst by Andrew York. Here's a really cool piece by a contemporary composer. Um, very high-energy piece. Um, it's very cool. Moving on to number 8, Fantasy Number 10 by Alonso Mudara. This is a awesome, awesome piece uh, from the Renaissance period. So we'll get a little loop music in here. This piece is is just a blast to listen to. I love it. Number seven, The Hungarian Fantasy by Johann Kasper Mertz. Very much a romantic period piece. Mertz is fantastic. He His music is so playable and yet sounds so virtuosic. And it's, it's just he wrote so well for the guitar. That piece is a blast to listen to and to play. Number six, Charles, number one by Villalobos. Hator Villalobos. He wrote lots of amazing music for guitar, but that's a good place to start. Number five, The Grand Overture by Giuliani. A lot like the Grand Solo in style, and he also had one foot in the Romantic, one foot in the Classical period. Giuliani's uh, got some great pieces. They can be a little long, Grand Overture is a, a nice, decent length. <laughs> might not might not wear you out too bad. It's a good place to start with him. Number four, The Cathedral by Augustine Barrios Mangore. I have no idea how to say his name. But that is a fantastic piece. Uh, originally it was two movements. He later added a prelude. I'm suggesting the whole thing. The prelude followed by the original two movements. Everyone on earth seems to have recorded it with good reason. It's just, it's an amazing piece. Alright, number three. Bach, you knew I uh, was going to have Bach on this list, right? I am suggesting the Bach prelude in E minor from Lute Suite number one. Uh, fairly short, it highlights 
box, amazing contrapuntal writing, and it's just a fantastic piece. I think a lot of people would have chose maybe the prelude to the fourth lute suite. You wouldn't be wrong, but I'm going with the one in E minor. I think a lot of people also would have maybe said, hey, what about the Chaconne? The Chaconne's great. Uh, the Chaconne might be the best piece ever written, but I think this is a better introduction to Bach. And, in all honesty, the Chaconne was written for the violin, and I think it's better on the violin. <laughs> I love it on guitar, um, but it comes down an octave, and it doesn't sing in the same way in the lower octave. All right, and um, I'm sure that most of you know what the top two are, but we're going to finish it out anyway. So number two, Asturias by Isaac Albanese. Originally written as a piano piece, it sounds like a guitar piece. It's better as a guitar piece. Albanese is interesting. His music is all written for piano, and we play transcriptions of it for guitar. And it is all way better on the guitar. So sorry, pianists, but we we sort of stole Albanese, and we're keeping him. And of course, number one, Recuerdos de la Alhambra by Francisco Terraga. That piece can get a little easy to get sick of um, if you're learning it, if you're working on it. Um, it demands tedious practice, but to just listen to it, it is such a beautiful piece. And I always remember like the first time I ever heard that piece. I thought it was the most amazing thing I'd ever heard. And so that's why I have it as number one on my list of 10 classical guitar pieces to listen to if you are brand new to the classical guitar. I would also suggest these 10 pieces if you are brand new to learning classical guitar. This uh, will get you more familiar with the standard rep. So now we've reached that point in the show where I would encourage you to pause the podcast and get yourself a nice tall glass of iced tea and anything else that's going to get you to where you need to be because I have some fantastic music to play for you today. All right, so our first piece today is a work by Jacob Ellison. Um, the work is titled Compass, and Jacob sends these notes. This piece is written in memory of someone close to me. A sudden and unexpected loss can affect you in ways that seem unimaginable. This piece is the result of those effects. It depicts through sound my emotions and how I interpret the first time meeting this person, to the growth of our relationship, the loss and pain, anger, joy, and love. A mentor described this piece as fragmented, like a photo album. Just like an album, there is less transition from one feeling to another, as if turning the page and abruptly noticing a new, mo a new moment that was almost forgotten. The piece begins in 4-4 with a collection of 7th chords in F-sharp minor, all with omitted fifths. After 16 measures, the piece goes into a chromatic descent, ending in a transposed 3-4 section, half a step down. In the end, like a compass, it comes full circle and returns to the original feeling of being happy that I had the privilege to meet such a person in the first place. Thank you. 
just heard Compass by Jacob Ellison. Thank you, Jacob. And again, if you go to www.classicalguitarcomposers.com, you'll find a link to Jacob's website where you can learn more about him. All right, in closing today's show, we have a suite by composer John Hall. And I love the title of this piece. It's called Bacchianas Americanas. And John writes, This is a five-movement suite for solo guitar utilizing traditional Baroque dance forms that incorporate contemporary harmonic and melodic material found in American jazz and folk music. The first movement is titled Preludio, followed by Siciliana. Then we have the third, Boré. Fourth movement is Sarabande. And closing out the suite, we have the Jeek. Thank you. 
just heard Bacchianas Americanas by John Hall. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you to both John and Jacob so much for sending in music for us this week. Without contributions like these, um, we don't have a show to listen to. <laughs> so thank you so much, you guys, for sending these in. Um, I really appreciate it. And again, you can go to www.classicalguitarcomposers.com and there will be links to Jacob's website, as well as John's. And I know for John's, um, he's got the PDF uh, for sale. There will be a link to that. And uh, so if you 
enjoyed that piece and would like to try taking it on yourself, um, you can purchase that sheet music as well as other pieces by John um, and the recording he has for sale as well. So there will be links to all that on www.classicalguitarcomposers.com. And so that'll bring us to the close of the show. Actually, real quick, uh, before I get out, um, I had mentioned in the previous show that um, I would appreciate any reviews left on iTunes. And someone named Mark left a very nice review. And I really appreciate that, Mark. Thank you so much. Um, I believe the same Mark also sent me an email um, expressing how much he enjoyed the music and the show. So thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate uh, the feedback, and I really appreciate the review. And if you have a guitar piece you'd like to send in, please send that in to classical, or excuse me, please send it in to Chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com. And if you don't have music to send in, but you would like to participate in the show, uh, email me anything you'd like as well. Chris at classicalguitarcomposers.com. And if you enjoy the show and happen to listen to it on iTunes, please leave a review, preferably positive. <laughs> okay, and um, we'll hopefully have a show um, next month. Um, <laughs> I was thinking one to two a month. Uh, the pieces are not flying in <laughs> as quickly as I'd hoped, but that's okay. So we'll probably be going with a show, one show per month right now, or so. We'll see. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's show. It's tough out there. Remember, just keep on plucking. Plucking.